live from Estopanol Inn. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast, powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to the Vamos Morados Podcast. Vamos Morados After Dark. Yes, we are both very, uh, very excited because we are coming off of watching the Detroit Open Cup match. Fresh off normally, the kick. Yeah, we don't normally record like right after an episode. So it's very fresh in our minds, very imprinted. We have a lot of strong feeling because it was a lot, you know, it Boring is not a word to describe that match. It was definitely not a boring game. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of hype in, in lead up to that. I mean, two of the uh, USL's more passionate fan bases. Is that a fair assumption? I feel I, like we do I pretty good. So. And, and Detroit carries their weight. Certainly. There's a reason I was very happy to see Detroit join the league. Because I think uh, I think they're a very fun addition. Yeah, I have you know the supporters group. I have some some concerns with, but I mean Detroit itself brings. Yeah, a no, lot it's to part the of table. the experience. It's, it's <laughs> I want part teams of. that I hate in the league. Yeah, but I hate mean in a fun way. I mean, I think I think Keyworth has a certain special charm to it, and and I feel like I feel like you get some good like film pictures from it. Like I feel like I don't know. I just got that vibe. I think that'd be cool. I mean, uh, you yeah. better have some really fast film because it does not look like it's very bright over there. You buy me some portrait eight hundred. um they i mean they have great great fan base you know even beyond just like their their support their supporters group i mean like love to see the place packed for on a tuesday night yeah absolutely yeah i mean there's just a lot of good energy there and a lot a lot of good things happening and i'm glad a few people on twitter caught my joke i i referred to them as gryffindor because their color scheme was very uh give them big harry potter vibes to me yeah solid color scheme i like the oh i'm not bashing like the red or burt Burgundy, they look like Gryffindor. gold, red, gold, whatever you want. Yeah. So, but on the field, like Detroit has been a little bit of a surprise this season. I don't, I, I don't think anybody expected for them to be bad per se, but I don't think people had them pegged to be good. I do so. think, so they sort of, they successfully did what I felt like Cincinnati should have tried to do when they moved to MLS, which is like, they were very, very successful in Nisa. And rather than like blowing it up and trying to rebuild a like a USL team from scratch, they like leaned into their core that was already very successful in the other league and just sort of added to it a little bit. Yep. Nope. That's yeah. exactly what I think that's the way to do it. I, if you have players that know how to win games, keep those players. <laughs> and not, not to derail too much, but when Cincinnati made the jump, like I think there's either one or two approaches. One, exactly what you said. Keep keep all the pieces and see what happens and build from there. Or two, if they were going to blow things up and build from the ground up, like get an architect in there. You know who was available at the time that they made the move? Caleb Porter. You know where he went? He went to Columbus and subsequently won the MLS Cup. They Although, also, I, mean, I think given how things have played out since then, it probably it doesn't look like maybe anything they <laughs> would have done would have succeeded. I mean, at least it would have given more of a fighting chance. And also, yeah. I forget the name of their Fernando, uh, Fernando Adi. He was a former Timbers player, and he played for the Timbers while Caleb Porter was there. It was perf- It was a match made heaven from what, from what I was watching then. Anyway, that's getting off track. They they dug their own grave. But so back to Detroit. And but anyway, I, I agree with Detroit's philosophy coming into this season. Yeah. So. I, I appreciate it, and it's working out. And 
good. You know what? I want other good teams in this league. I want Louisville City tested. I want the whole league to to rise. Louisville City. And they I have mean, been Louisville City always eat first. Stout at home. They like mm-hmm. I think going back into the Nisa days, like they are they have been a tough beat at home yeah, for the, the, a long, long time. The stat line going into this was like they're un, they're unbeaten at home this year. We we haven't lost this year. So something had to give. That was the uh that was the tagline going in this one. So, and it's high stakes match, you know, we, we're both lower league clubs and it means a particularly a lot for us to advance in the U S open cup, maybe a little more so than these MLS clubs. That's big money for us and it's big opportunity. So a lot, a lot on the line. I was disappointed that we had to go up to keyword because, you know, I want a home match. Not only do I want to go, but I want that positive atmosphere. Well, to push the boys. And it sucks. The like Keyworth was a place I wanted to watch a game at some point this year. And it's, it sucks that the, the regular season away game is, is a weeknight. And then this one's also a weeknight, just like, no, no chance to go up there on a weekend this year. No. Well, they're the match that we play against them at their home is overlaps with the women's cup. Our match where they play here is a weekday one. Like you said, so just oh, not ideal. I remember there was a scheduling issue. Yeah. Cause it sucks. Cause they would have traveled well. And I would have yeah. loved to have had that, them join in the atmosphere down here. That would have been a lot of fun. So that was a little bit of a miss, but making schedules is hard. So we'll we'll drag them too much for that. Um, Anyway, so the match, and I don't think even I was prepared for the intensity the match started in. Like, Detroit came out swinging. I think given the way the game looked for that first half, I don't think anyone was prepared for uh, intensity. The first, like, 15, 20 minutes, like, Detroit particularly came out swinging. That was not super clean soccer for for that first half well, wasn't i think they got the better of us though in that not not i mean a goal the, their goal side the penalty kick we'll get to that in a second but like they just they got the better of us like we were kind of like i felt like we were almost like stunned in a way by the intensity that they came out to them so i mean props for that i feel like that was Louisville like the biggest challenge with uncharacteristically uncomfortable like playing at the back and moving the ball up the field that like it seemed like they got swarmed yep. And, oh, yeah. and we're always like playing on their back heel for, for most of that first half. Yeah. That, that press was, was killer. And I, like it was shortly before we gave up the penalty. I was about Although, to message you. I'm like, I'm like this, like there, a couple that, of like, real nice direct plays to own as a way to kind of counter that counter yeah. that. I think he had that, that one where he decided to try to take a touch out to the right instead of taking the shot. I think he had a real good shot had he taken it right off the bat yeah. there yeah i mean we we certainly had a few opportunities of our own in there but i was just i was caught off guard with with how well that they they came at us and what concerned me the most in the early phases of the game is that we were pressing up like so high like we normally do teams but they were they're making us pay for it they were creating opportunities hey. off of that and we didn't learn quickly enough on that now essentially that's how the penalty kick happened they they hit yeah. us on a, on a quick counter like that. And we were left scrambling. And I mean, like I could see that call going either way. Like I get it, but also, Oh no, that, that was the right call. Just don't, don't poke like that. Yeah. I mean, Play defense with your body, not your feet. Yeah. He got the ball, but also, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm not debating it. I mean, especially it, in the box, like yeah. never poke at a ball like that in the oh, box. I agree. Yeah. That, that's like, that is, that is inviting a penalty. Yeah, I agree. But that all came because they were scrambling. They, yeah. They, we were, we were on the back ropes on that one and they took advantage of that, you know, PKs 
uh, they're they're just hard to stop. I nothing Morton could do. So yeah. it sucked to go down early, but I'm glad that we found a goal of our own. I mean, people make eight out of ten of them for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So do you notice that they didn't have a penalty spot? They had a penalty line. I did. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Like, weird. Oh, process it, but yeah, you're right. that before. <laughs> they had like yeah, a penalty hash. A lot of a lot of oddities at stadium, but uh, yeah, the but uh, it, the line where they. Looks like they widened the field a little bit recently. Like that, oh, that, that, like, that kept throwing me off. That ghost line on the sideline threw me off so bad because the oh, real yeah. line was behind the fence, so you couldn't see it. Yeah, I struggled with that one. Um, but I mean, Louisville City, I think after like 20, 25 minutes, I feel like kind of settled, settled into in. the game. And at that point, if you look at the numbers, I think Louisville City was a slightly better team. But when you're like Mike, when you're like, look at these numbers that closely, it doesn't really matter. Like, it was, it was a pretty even match throughout. And there were, and man, Louisville had some real close calls. Um, oh, I know you, yeah, like um, so many, like Paulo's free kick. Well, and Paulo's shot before the free kick. Yeah. Paulo's, yeah. Ugh. And then there was a, a shot later in that match that, like, um, that defender yeah, that came by flying over. Tipped up into the air off the crossbar, back down onto the goalkeeper. And like, there were so many opportunities for like that to bounce, bounce in at any point in that sequence. Yeah, it was, it was wild, but like the match was very yo yo y. They'd get a good opportunity, we get a good opportunity. It's very back and forth. Again, not like, not much of a dull moment in that one. No one like, really took control of it. I, I think I, props to Detroit. Uh, it's the, First time I've seen, especially that first half, a, a, a team keep Louisville City from dictating the like pace of play. Like they were, they were playing at the speed Detroit wanted to play at for that first twenty-five or thirty minutes. Yep. And I was thinking, and it was even like it was around the time they scored, like before and after it. And and I still I still had these same thoughts. Like winner, I I was thinking at the time, win or lose, I think this is a good match for Louisville City because they're finally getting tested. They're uncomfortable. And I think that Detroit was ex- exploiting some elements of Louisville City's play. That's going to give Coach Cruz and the staff things to work on, like real tangible things. Like in these other matches, we just kept being beating these other teams up so bad. Like, yeah, there's opportunity, but they were like not as much. This one gives you gives him a lot to work with as far as understanding well, where they need to improve. I definitely have a lot more respect for Detroit after this game than before. Cause I oh, for sure. think they've had, they've had a good record, but they've, they, they've had kind of a soft schedule to start the, uh, yep. to start the season out on. So I, I wasn't sure how good they actually were and how much of that was scheduled, but like they hung with Louisville city there. Like, I think they're legit. Yeah. I feel a I, lot more. Yeah. I, w- I would be shocked if they're not in the playoff picture at the end of the season. Oh yeah. I think that's that feels like a pretty. Safe I mean, thing. at this point, I feel like they're going to have a home game in the playoffs too. It seems like I, 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 I don't. I, wouldn't, I would not bet yeah. against that. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it was a, it was a good match. It lived up to the hype. Unfortunately, you know, it had to go to extra time. Then it had to go to penalties, and then all along the way, we're slowly losing guys. Um, Oscar came out about the 60th minute mark, which I did confirm after the match was a pre-scheduled substitution. He's obviously coming Which back. Been, yeah, I mean, it's his first start absence. back. Yeah. yeah. So that it was pretty like spot on the 60-minute mark. And not only that, but also knowing what he's been through, I'm like, that's probably pre-scheduled. I guess while we're on the topic, 
I've noticed little little light on the outside back situation. We were missing both Amadou Dia and Manny Perez from the 18, which which I asked about after the match. I know Amadou what was a few matches ago picked up a little something. Yeah. And it sounds like he was out for that reason. And he's kind of questionable going into the LA match. But Manny, what I didn't know, apparently he recently picked up a little bit of an injury. He was out for this one and he's going to be out for this upcoming match against the, uh, the galaxy. Very good that we got Oscar back when we did. <laughs> right. Right. So, I mean, those are two critical pieces. So they were pretty conspicuously absent from <laughs> From the roster again like i have a lot of faith in all in the players on our team but those are guys you pretty much always expect to be in the mix in one sh- way shape or form so thought i'd touch on that during that substitution um what else we i mean we had to stop out paulo you know but we got now now's like oh, yeah. back to his i was self, so i was totally <laughs> that, that was about the time in the game where i was like where, where is Nile? why is Nile that checked into the game yet <laughs> we need the dark arts <laughs> um <laughs> Brian Obi, he started cramping up, right? That's why he came out. He came out, yeah, surprisingly early. I mean, he's he's done so much this year. He's yeah, yeah he needs and, some rest. So I mean, maybe, maybe it's just a little hindsight bias, but like I'm glad maybe that gives him a little bit more energy going into the Galaxy match, which I think they're surprisingly decent this year. Yeah, short turnaround too. Yeah, short turnaround. It's a Friday night match, if I'm not mistaken. Friday, like, like, yeah. Friday. And you also have to go to California. So who knows? They might not even be coming back to Louisville. They might go straight from Detroit there. We'll see. Um, But yeah, I mean, as the match went on, we start losing pieces. Guys start coming on. The TT came on. uh, Ray came on. Solaire came on. Had a a bunch of subs coming in. Carlos, who I'm I'm really pleased he's been getting as many minutes as he has been. I thought that he played well. Yeah, yeah, you know, he really has. I thought a lot of young guys like him, it would just be a slower ramp up period. But I think they just get so much like in training that he felt that they're ready. And like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to argue it. I'm happy with it. Yep. <laughs> um, I guess I, I mentioned Matiti. One thing that happened in the match is might not have been clear for, for everybody watching, but at one point, Matiti kind of hit the wall near, near the fans and some fan apparently threw a beer on him. So that's why you saw like a little kerfuffle happening there. In Detroit, Which, of all places? No, there's <laughs> so well-respected people. But no, can't I imagine. Mean, I can't imagine a fan throwing a beer on a, a sports player in, in Detroit. To their credit, every fan base has they kicked him out people. Instantly. And they, like, yeah, they instantly they, kicked they him they out. They were hauling him out before, and, like, before play had even started. Yeah, and, watch, and, and watching, watching that clip again, it looks like the fans turned on that guy pretty quickly, which bravo and police your own and i'm happy they did that and then also the um the detroit players seemed pretty sympathetic uh, uh, you know, about that as well so they did Which everything was- that they could have in that situation so again bravo to them props to them happy about that how hey man out not it that happened <laughs> you take you take their ability to hold up signs with curse words on them away they gotta they gotta show their frustration somehow <laughs> Ooh, let's dive into that because some people might not know what's going on but before we do that we probably need to cut over, uh, cut over to a commercial break. But before we do that, so I want to talk to you guys, my dear listener, about a friend of the podcast, not just the podcast, but the whole state of Louisville network. Um, Eric Wood, former UofL football player, uh, you know, played in the NFL for several seasons. I believe he was with the Bills for a while. Um, he started a podcast called what, What's Next, where 
it's the focus of the podcast is kind of focusing on on the what's the what's next in your life. It's very motivational, brings on a lot of cool guests, have a lot of great discussions, a lot of episodes out there. I tuned into an episode with one Ben Newman on there. I picked that because he basically has the same name as me. It was a good listen, a lot of fun. I encourage you to check it out. Um, find it anywhere podcasts are, are found. Again, it's What's Next with Eric Wood. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about Detroit fans. And we also had a racing match. we got to get to that one, too. Work that All right. Catch you on the other side of the ad break. Are you enjoying the Bombos Marados podcast? Of course you are. And there's much more where that came from. The Bombos Marados podcast is part of the State of Louisville podcast network, featuring podcasts that includes coverage of Louisville basketball, men's and women's, football, baseball, Louisville news, and more. So check them out at thestateoflouisville.com or anywhere the podcasts are found. All right, and welcome back. So we left off. We were talking about you were talking about the, the fans of Detroit. I was, and, I was, I was bringing up some internet drama because yes. So and not everybody, not everybody lives on the internet like we do. So I guess this is the oh, time lucky, to learn. Lucky people. Yeah, if, if you don't, if you don't really care about like supporter drama, then you can go ahead and skip forward a little bit. But but Zach, why don't you why don't you paint a picture of what's happening on the on the Twitter space? Yeah. Okay. So. So Detroit, well, okay. So some history on Detroit. They have a very passionate fan base. Like the, I mean, like the fans are kind of like what makes the team what what they are historically. They, they started bring a lot out. Of, they bring like, a lot of good energy, and I can't take that away from them. They started out in a very very small league, and were like the whole reason that you heard of them was because like they were playing in in this lower tier league, and we're getting several thousand people a game that were real rowdy. Um, but they also have a, hist- <laughs> have a history of, of making uh, scarves and banners with the F word on them, which I think you can do at a lower level, but um, like now they play in a league where like games are on ESPN and, and you can't really get away with that sort of stuff anymore. And so the, the team, the team put out a thing to the supporters groups and the fans like saying that uh, basically signs and banners with explicit language were no longer allowed at the stadium. Um, but one, one part you, you glazed over. So this group, okay. the Northern guard, they're, they're like tagline. Their MO is that they are America's most hated supporters group. Yeah. So they, they really relish in this uh, he, being a heel. And they work very, they work very, very hard to keep up that. Yeah. Status. They, um, <laughs> they talk. They, let's just say they they talk a lot on the internet. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue. That that context is oh. needed. Anyway. So yeah. Um. And and that they did the the Northern Guard did not respond super well to that state <laughs> statement, and so there is there was like an entire week of a combination of like them being very angry and like making it out to be like. The man wants to keep us down and freedom of speech and and them also getting made fun of pretty relentlessly on the internet for like a whole week. They got drunk <laughs> pretty hard. That. I didn't realize how many people like did not like them until then. I thought I was a minority. Um, And then like 
yeah so they they tried to make this like a censorship free speech issue they waited like a full five days to to mention like well also we got told to take down some political signs but like i feel like because the only thing that come up before that was like force stuff you probably lead with that (laughs) yeah the only thing they were talking about before is is using the f word and there was a like a bear shit in the woods like picture that they had to cover up (laughs) you forgot about the bear bear. (laughs) um um, yeah so uh (laughs) they put out extremely extremely strong like rebellious 13 year old energy that is like that is the uh, unsupervised stick. unsupervised 13 year old <laughs> and you forgot the best part is the statement they put out had some sick flames on the background <laughs> that's what i said rebellious 13 year old <laughs> i uh, mean like again like yeah i don't want to drag them too much because again they bring a great energy but like do you have to be like the cringy group like you have so many good things going for you and, and that's the angle you pick you know I love it all. It's all entertainment. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's dumb. It's not unreasonable. You know, it's not unreasonable. So, like, hey, can you guys like hey, tone these down the language? Are be on ESPN now you can't drop f bombs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe there's an argument like maybe the FO should communicate it better with this group or whatnot. Yeah. That's front office. I'm sorry, not everybody speaks this language. Um, and I don't know. And who knows? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't really care enough to look into it. Yeah, it's fine. But that's a. Uh, that's the drama surrounding it. And that's why if you're watching, you saw a bunch of banners about censorship and they were, you might not, have, you may or may not have noticed they were quiet for the first five minutes. I didn't really notice to be completely honest until they mentioned something. <laughs> I mean, I, I could tell when they started, I just wasn't like mentally processing. I didn't know that, that for this group that was so angry that five minutes of silence was their reaction. <laughs> Whatever. All right. We dedicated far too much time to them. Um, penalty kicks. The match went to yes. penalty kicks, which I hate. For those for those of you it's not familiar with the sport, like it is basically a coin flip. Like at that point, like I, you know, I, I put out a tweet. I'm like, well, I mean, like win or lose, like great match by both sides. Like who, who cares? Who cares at this point? Like it's it's oh, a speaking it's of coin flips. I got a I got a question, Benton. So oh. <laughs> we got a good view of them doing the pre penalty kick coin flips on there and it made me realize so do we have like an official we need to we need to speak with someone in the know we gotta ask Niall because he was calling heads to tails i think so is there like an official usl coin that they flip for like at the start of the game and for this or or is the ref just out there flipping a quarter i don't know maybe they're scrambling to find a quarter but the best thing is they had to do it twice and you know what that reminded me of do you ever see the movie rat race oh wait so have you not Did seen they that movie? redo it, or were they flipping for two things? I thought they flipped once to oh. ask which side of the field to go on, and then they flipped another time for which team went first. Oh, maybe it was for both. But anyway, okay. it still reminded me of that 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 scene <laughs> from from Rat Race where that that one guy's a disgraced referee because he messed up the coin toss, <laughs> and everybody was mad at him. Great oh, movie, okay. but I'm just realizing that movie's like also five years old now. Uh, it, this ties in extra because didn't he mess up the coin toss because it was a weird commemorative corn, coin and he couldn't remember which one was heads and which one was tails and he picked it up real quick yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man was that like the last movie that cuban gooden jr was in i don't i haven't seen him talk, since i don't know if we want to talk about cuban gooden jr in this day and age oh did bad things happen <laughs> i don't follow celebrities that closely all right anyway <laughs> the match went to He's a shootout some pretty bad legal problems of late 
Yeah, all downhill after radio, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the, Rat I Race mean, is great. Mr. Bean's in it. We love Rat Race. <laughs> a fantastic. We're, we're fans. Of, we're fans of Rat Race on the pod. <laughs> All right, get composed, Benton. All right, so the match went to penalty kicks, which God, that's just, they're just so stressful. Like, is that so stressful? Like, do I think I texted it? you. Like, could Detroit just sky the first two over the bar and just get rid of some of these jitters? I know, I right? And thankfully, like, it wasn't as much of a nail biter as the last. Almost kind of came true because we ended on a sky penalty kick. Oh my God, that was so poetic. I love that. Oh, Beautiful. Chef also, kiss. I just got to point out. Okay, so. You mentioned that there were you sent me during the game some some tweets from Detroit fans um, who are not big fans of Kyle Morton. Not Morton fans, no. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, I mean, I and I just I, I get it from their perspective. I just They're want wrong, to point out, especially it. now that we've been through two rounds of penalty kicks with him, dude is big on the head games and penalty kicks. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Oh yeah. No, I, he's a very like super professional, nice guy, but when he's on the pitch, he is not a nice person. So like, which you need that. You need that he, in a player. He had on one of the penalty kicks, he grabbed the ball and made sure that the Detroit player got it, got the ball. Like when he wanted to give him the ball and also like did a little heel rub on the spot while he was backing up with the ball. <laughs> Which is funny because it's a turf. I think it's a turf field, so I don't. I don't know if yeah. muscling up the spot I mean, is going to do much. He, he he earned the ire of the Detroit fans really early on because I think there was like a he he ran and grabbed a ball at the edge of the box, and when their players came in with his foot up, Kyle didn't like that, so Kyle shoved the dude, yeah. and he was he was he became uh, a villain for Detroit fans shortly after. Well, that. and I wanted to bring it full circle. The 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 it was the captain that skied it for. Uh, uh, for Detroit, it's uh, oh that bro with the mustache. No, no, he was not the captain. Stephen Carroll's the captain. Oh, okay. uh, Michael Bryant was the one in the mustache. Which a very, very sweet moment in the game of him giving respect to uh, <laughs> to Corbin no, he, Bone. That wasn't respect. He was doing it. Then he looked at Corbin and put thumbs down. He was like mustache <laughs> yes. trash talking. All right, I don't, you're not a member of the mustache community, but that's a sign of respect. <laughs> thumbs down is a sign of respect. You got it's a competition with mustaches. People with mustaches understand that. I had a mustache, but my wife uh, thinks I look like a, a pedophile when I have it. Yeah. So I did anyway, just uh, irritate her. Sometimes. Uh, Kyle Morton was shouting at the top of his lungs the entire run up <laughs> before that guy's got the penalty kick. Which thank God. I mean, both their misses were pretty uh pretty bad. Or no, wait, I was in the bathroom for one of them. I just heard it because I had my headset on. Which they I'm like, maybe, I'm like maybe, maybe I should stay in the bathroom. Morton made a very good save on safe. the first That's one. It. And then the second one was, or the, the second one that Detroit missed was, was a, was a messy sky. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to happen. Like the shot's going to happen either way. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to the restroom. Then I heard it in my headset and I'm like, maybe I stay in here. Maybe I just leak <laughs> this thing out. I didn't. Cause I don't believe in jinxes. That's why I voted for Kyle Morton man of the match in the 70th minute of regulation. So I'm a <laughs> wild man like that. All in all, great match. I can't wait to see these two teams face off again. Because, again, like if you look at all these numbers, like maybe you have a case to say that City was the better team. But, like, it's so so negligible. Like, it's so small margins. They played them very good. City was, like, I think slightly better. But that's also one of the better game plans I've seen against City this whole season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was was City's biggest test. uh, They weren't, like... 
head and shoulders better. I think just slightly better. Agree. No, I, I completely agree. And again, we needed a match like this. We needed one where like Danny can look back and say, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. We like, he needs stuff. He needs a lot of good stuff to work with. Like, it definitely find these... took advantage of Louisville's high line in a way that no one else has this yes. season. Let's find our opportunities now so we can fix them for later. So I'm very happy we had a match like this. But again, props to Detroit, you know, the fans, the stadiums, how they play, like just props to them. Oh, you know what else we didn't talk about? It's after the penalty kicks. Uh, Wes Sharpie got in a little bit of a dust up, I believe, with Hopano. I asked in the uh, post-match press conference, and unshockingly, I, I got a pretty coy response. Uh, <laughs> you know, Coach, Coach Cruz wasn't happy, but he didn't. He didn't. He said he didn't know. He knew. Uh, but so I don't know exactly what caused the stir up there. I'm sure some words were traded. I mean, Antoine Hopeno is, uh, is quite an angry love, individual. You got to love Hopeno making his penalty kick and then mean, mean mugging the keeper while Detroit was still currently behind. <laughs> in PKs. Zach, <laughs> you would be upset, too, if you lived in Detroit. Actually, Detroit's kind of cool. I've never been. <laughs> I'm just shit talking for no reason. Anyway, we'll, we'll see this cool, team again. Like abandoned buildings that have been cool to turn into cool art installations and things. Yeah. Oh, this is getting gentrified. <laughs> so, well, we'll play Detroit at least two more times, maybe in the playoffs. So that would make three more times. We'll see. Who knows? More to come. I noticed you. Uh, you asked the people if they if they had had anything for us. Thank you did, for reminding did anyone- me. I- did anyone gonna, respond? I knew I was going to forget, and this is why I have you on here. Yeah, I think we got we got a couple. I think I, I covered. I think I covered most of it. Hold on, I got to scroll down the tweet. You guys think I'd prepare for this or something? Well, somebody yeah. somebody right, so, asked what we thought about like the young players getting in, and I, I and I did ask about that. But, Coach I, Cruz but I wanted to shout out the person who asked so that we get more questions. Yes, at Mister uh, Rob Lotto. There we go. Uh, he asked let, about. Ledge Hogs asked Cam when, and uh, my and response to that is uh, when soon. he's healthy. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get a date or estimate, so I don't think it's going to be Friday. But back to the young players, like Coach Cruz has been very consistent in his messaging. And he believes in all the players on the team, and they wouldn't be on the team or getting minutes if he, he didn't believe in them. So he was, I mean, he was pretty happy all around. Anytime you ask about specific players or specific group of players. He tries, he'll, he'll like circle it back around and talk about the whole group. I get it. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't just like isolate and brag on like one group or whatnot, but, yeah. but I did make sure to ask about that. And again, like he's just very confident in, in, in all the lead up to it. Again, we've already bragged on players like, like Carlos Mogo. I'm just really happy to see that kind of growth and that they're getting a lot of minutes. Cause again, it's way more than I guess going into the season, yeah. but I know maybe my about own heart, 10% wait, of the story. Uh, Calvin McPherson, uh, took the opportunity to, to complain about stuff, which I'm a big fan of, which is, it's a, uh, he, he went, it's a crying shame. I can watch 99.9% of USL championship and USL league one and league two games on ESPN plus, but only some of the W league games will be available on a website that has not worked well for me. The two times I've attempted to use it. We, and racing Louisville's W team is not on that list of broadcast at teams. And I'm yeah. salty about that. Like, yeah, me too. They got money for a camera. The home games are free, at least. But like, the, I would but like still. to watch the away games. <laughs> yeah, I. 
whatever we'll save that for another time um and i think someone mentioned that it's expensive to get a broadcast quality camera but i'll just point out that not having broadcast quality cameras doesn't appear to keep the nwsl from putting games online (laughs) (laughs) i mean my gopro works pretty well let's do that and we can't forget our friend michael shaw asked about hopano being um, really mad is he playing the crowd he's always mad he's He's an angry person and he's always playing the crowd like it's both (laughs) I think Theatrics he knows that he's the heel. Mad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember when he was on our team, like, he got subbed out once, and he's, like, throwing shit into the chair. I'm I like, remember when he was not on our team, and Oscar punched him in the face. <laughs> then they had to be teammates. <laughs> so. But that's all the response we got, so thank you. Uh, oh, man, I don't think I've ever seen you, angry at anything <laughs> up until then. So. All right, do you have any final thoughts on – that exciting open cup match that's kept us up late or should we move on and talk about i hate i love that they're in the league it's great yep we'll see them again and i'm excited about that so let's pivot let's talk about racing louisville in their first regular season match which was a test they had to go cross country to lumen field i still want to call it century link but is now lumen field to play the ol rain second regular season match shit you're right sorry gang <laughs> it's, it's late. Going crazy it's late here guys it's late so anyway that's we a big test up so that, I, I can get these sleep yeah it's anyway all rain who had an extremely good challenge cup away cross country it's a very tough match going into it and we were without um we're without fox Yep. Thankfully, they were out without Megan Rapino, so like, kind of level things out a little bit, a little bit. Not really, because yeah, I don't really. know how important Megan Rapino is to them at this point. I think I think that team is built to not really have to rely on her much. Yeah, that's fair. But anyway, the match it ended in a it ended in a draw, which I'm not I usually going to be. Pre- I'm not usually points on the ju- road in Seattle. I will take. Right, I'm not normally going to be jubilant over over a, a one point draw, but like <laughs> take that point run. Like that's an, that's a, that's a fantastic result. They're one of the better thought, teams. Like, I mean, Louisville came out swinging in that first half yeah. too. I, they like did. they were, their pressure was like really throwing off Seattle's game plan out of the back. Yeah. Can we, uh, can we uh, take a moment to acknowledge Savannah DeMello? I don't feel like I had given her the proper credit that, that she was due until I kind of saw this match. This is the match where it like clicked for me. I'm like, oh, she's outstanding. Yeah. She had a really good outing. I mean, I expected her to be skilled, but she's been so much grittier than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, she's definitely a great piece. You know, it was a hard pick like for the, for the player of the match. You know, Jay McNally did she score, but she's also excellent pretty much every time she she's gone out there. But I had to vote for Savannah. Scored on Mother's Day, which is perfect. Yeah, and a, a banger too. Yeah, it was a nice goal. So I mean, it was a hard one, but I had picked Savannah Demelux. I mean, just I was just really taken aback about how how good she was. That one caught me by surprise. So uh, you know, shout out to her. Sorry to acknowledge your greatness earlier. That yeah. one's on me. I mean, bad fan. I am. I am very happy with points on the road against what I would expect to be a very good team this year. Uh, I, another game where 
they hung with the team they were playing in a way that we didn't see a lot last year, but also another game where they gave up some pretty easy goals off of mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's becoming like a, a recurring theme is that they're looking very good and also giving up easy goals. Yeah. We're, we're moving forward. We're like, holistically like racing level is advancing but there's still a lot of growing and opportunity there and i mean it's early we, we, we just finished the challenge cup who have yet to to show up so right and even after they show up there's going to be like a growing period to get acclimated to the team my it's, it's going to be a favorite player alex chidiak is not here yet oh, or yeah. she's here but she's not in games yet yeah we're the we're already the alex chidiak fan club here <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> going to we're going to get her on here <laughs> Oh, we have to interview her, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the first thing we asked. Like after she came in, there were a message. I'm like, can we, is she available? <laughs> Which, can we just like, can we get her on while she's in Australia? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we don't, don't really care. Yeah. We don't really care about her. Like if she's good on the pitch or not, like she's fantastic. She's funny. So. <laughs> and she's good on the pitch. Yeah. That helps. It's probably the whole reason she's coming. <laughs> so. And we uh, still, I mean, we mentioned Fox being out like, um, Howell is still, Chidiak is here in town and practicing with the team. I would probably expect to see her soon. I think Hal's still not in the States yet. Holloway? Holloway. There we go. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty I sure Hal's been with I us. I did the thing. I did the thing that You're I doing that earlier. mentally prepared myself not to do. Holloway. Rebecca Holloway. Holloway. Yeah. Yep. Holloway Who's... is still not in the States as far as I'm aware. And she's the outside back that can yeah, kind of be... Uh, Emily's backfill as we plug her into different spots. Having on the field. her here would have been a big help. Yep. In that in that last game with yep. with Fox out. I agree, agree on that one. So, so. Uh, but all in all, again, one point on the road that and that. Oh, in that and condition. Nadia has Take started it. practicing with the team. Oh, we forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah that's so that's a big I advancement. A lot of a lot of reason to expect the team will continue to improve over the next. With the like, European like cup competition coming up, the inter- like, international stuff they have going on over there, do you think that she's going to play much for for racing before that competition? Ah, uh, I think. So I know that's important to her. I know she really wants to be back for that. I think we'll see. That's going to be a very quick recovery, probably. But yeah, I think we'll see. We'll probably see her mostly is, after. If she is healthy, she's going to play in that, probably. But, uh, yeah. I, I would expect here, – here's what I'll say. If she is going to play for Denmark, she will have played for racing first. That's fair. I, I think it, it's going to be – I think – I would assume it's going to be limited. Yeah. Pretty limited because, again, I think that's a, that's a big priority item for her, yeah. and we would accommodate that. But I wouldn't expect that she's going to be going over to play in the Euros with Denmark if she's not healthy enough to have at least gotten some minutes with racing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be limited. We'll see. Maybe she'll play more than we're thinking. Yep. Who knows? So, But good to see that she's practicing. Yep. So any any additional thoughts on um, on that match? Um, That's... Man, doing this right after watching the Detroit game is making it very hard to remember everything that went on. Wasn't <laughs> our was our smartest move? We're just tired and like the like, adrenaline's still high from high intensity match going the penalty kicks. 
Oh, a couple of, I mean, it points to racing a couple of super close goal line clearances from Seattle to keep them in that game. It, it could oh. have racing could have had more goals there. The oh, the one that everybody was then Pruder filming, like cutting yeah. it down frame by frame. Yeah. Yeah. The, as far as whether or not the ball crossed the line, I think the refs got both of those goals, right. But the, um, probably it's hard to call that in real time. Like, yeah. so I, I even with the be benefit of creep. doing the video frame by frame, my best guess is that ball was like less than an inch across the line. <laughs> like it was extremely close. Yeah. Uh, uh the, the first one with the, with the goalkeeper handling the ball controversy that that was actually not that close to the line on the clearance i went back and watched the video and you can if you look at the shadows because it's really strong sunlight there i think that's that ball is like a solid like six inches away from the line when it's cleared yeah it's the rest of that play is the controversial part yeah which who knows i mean particularly this last weekend the the refing in the end of the cell was wild i saw some of the other stuff it was just particularly uh not a great uh, the, weekend yeah, we didn't mention so the pro ref. the open cup final was this week and that's the officiating everyone's the been challenge cup, not the open cup it, sorry the challenge cup yes it's i gotta go to sleep yeah um <laughs> the uh the challenge cup final got a little out of hand i i didn't realize so that the prize money for that was ten thousand dollars a player which is like a third of the minimum salary. Yeah. Um, I saw some players were not happy that it was allocated to a meaningless tournament versus exactly. Say, winning like, regular I season. feel like if you're going to be giving people like a third of their salary as the prize money, one, you gotta, you gotta call that final super tight. Cause people are going to be really throwing their yeah. bodies on the line for that. And two, that's like, having a tournament that finishes near the end of the season prize money, yeah. not, a tournament that starts if you're going to be exactly if, if that's what the prize money is going to be moving forward that tournament needs to be like more of a champions league type schedule where it's and, it's going simultaneous with the season and then it finishes up near the end when everyone's in like end of season form the icing of the cake of that one is that the prize money is going up next year the sponsor is putting even more money into yeah. it so it's already has a Apparently the increase prize money is part of the reason they were shoehorned into that weird terrible time slot and the reason that they had to like mess with the league schedule is because apparently that prize money was contingent on the game being played like the day it was played at the time it was played so uh, running a league has to be sticky business next year they have more prep time so (laughs) next year next year i don't want to see all that prize money for a thing where we're rescheduling games in week two (laughs) yeah so all right well we're both tired, so let's let's start to wrap these up. Louisville City plays next on Friday night away at LA Galaxy. You're gonna have, we're gonna stay up past our bedtime to watch that one, and then this weekend on Saturday, it's uh, Racing Louisville's um, home opener Woo. against the Houston Dash. So and there are, you don't already have your tickets. There are a lot of deals going on right now. Yeah, so I was please, say there are, sure there are discounts galore. Everybody's uh, tweeting yeah. out their family <laughs> yeah, discount their family code. Kids. There's like the like there's beer deals. There's all sorts of student ticket deals. There's all sorts of stuff going on there. So let's five dollars student tickets for that game. Yeah, let's 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 fill that stadium as much as we can and and support racing. Well, unfortunately, I'll be out. I got a wedding in Atlanta, so I'm gonna 
not be in attendance for that one. And in fact, you're going to be without me on the next podcast episode. So I don't know if you already have a substitute host in there, oh, if you're going to be a maniac doing this by this yourself. Thing. You're going to have to It's be. going to be all petty internet drama next week. <laughs> Zach unsupervised. The I'm special naming edition. names. I'm calling out people. There you go. So a lot of fun soccer action. Look forward to. I mean, LA Galaxy is pretty, uh, pretty decent. But I had a good start to the year. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm still, I still feel very bullish. I'm very confident, even if we have to rest the number for normal starters, that we can get a job done. Like if we get out with a point, like I get it, but I think three is doable. And as far as Houston goes, like they're beatable too, especially at home. And we know that our players do not like the dash or as Tom Benson calls them, the dive. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. See what happens. So. All right, that's about all I got. Zach, you got anything else? I'm good. That's all. We're going to let these people move on to the next. Yeah, we're going to let them move on the next podcast in their queue. But thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Thank you, as always, to the state of Louisville. They got a lot of great podcasts to check out. Best of luck to all of the uh, the Louisville City fans who are currently currently on a bus ride home and aren't going to get here till like four in the morning. Yeah, good on them for making that trip. I would have loved to do that. I just couldn't. Uh, I was a little angry make that, that they did. They did not show the Louisville supporter section well, until they, after the game was over. Well, one, I mean, like you got a homer broadcast, and two, they Detroit put yes, them like out of broadcast. broadcast. Angle. They kept yeah. calling Detroit city, and it's like both teams are city. You have to be more specific. You can't well, just we say won, city did so this, now city did that. City. They are Detroit. <laughs> we are city. I mean, they're both cities, so you should, like... No, no, we, we won those rights. We run the rights fair and square. We are city now. They have to win it back. All right. No, we, we are work. Lou City, all one word. The team copyrighted that. All right. Zach, you go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. We are officially Lou City. All right. I'm ending this thing for our... All right, our we got to go to bed. Thank you guys for, as always, catch you next week. Or, Zach, Bye, catch all. you next week. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.